Previously on New Crits on the Block. Oh, guests have arrived. Hello. So you're saying there's undead in the area? Very, very lightly carved into the back of the statue. This like demonic version of Sonray's uh, symbol. That's not right. Mr. Fu, I do apologize. And he's just going to start just crushing the statue. As she turns over her shoulder and looks surprised to see Catan there, you see Astrid Honorbloom, your old friend, covered in blood. Astrid's pupils widen as she sees the three of you enter the room. She immediately looks down and looks around and then her head darts back up to all of you. Katan, Sir please, this is not, this is not what it looks like. Of course it's not. How could it be? Explain. What is going on here? You're covered in blood. Yes, I am covered in blood. I mean, so am I, but, you know, just... You got, okay. This is about you. <laughs> you got me <laughs> dead to rights on that one. Okay. Yeah. It's not ketchup. I'll give you that one. It's not ketchup. <laughs> Look, I have been investigating the Grand Inquisitor on requests of the Oracle. No one else knows about this. It is just me and the Oracle. I have been here for a night trying to figure out what he is trying to accomplish. Now, please listen to me before you draw your weapons or do anything rash. You may speak. That actually went way better than I was expecting. I thought you were all going to try to kill me. <laughs> no. If Sonray decrees it, yeah. If I just... We will see. Just tell us what's going on and you pro- you've been nothing but... A valuable asset and a good friend to me and so to the order and to me. So please just explain yourself so I don't have to think about this any longer. We have suspected the Grand Inquisitor trying to desecrate Sonoray's name by using some sort of foul demonic energy intertwined with her divinity. Don just like puts his hands up and looks around like, and? And he's been fairly successful. There has been a new, I guess you can call it breed of priests that have been popping up around the countryside in towns just like this that no one has heard about, no one cares about, but we keep getting more and more reports of undead in these secluded areas, which does not make sense with how most necromancers handle themselves. They are usually in more populated areas and or near massive grave sites. None of the areas that we have investigated are even close to that. Most towns have 
30 people max, maybe 100. And how many people are left in this town after this? From what I can tell, maybe 10. Did you kill any of these people? I've had to defend myself to get into here, yes. Did people attack you? Yes, it seemed like they were under some sort of possession or demonic spell, but their eyes turned bloodshot red and their voice changed to someone else's. And I suspect it might be the Grand Inquisitor doing some sort of heinous act to try to take over the order. I'm not, I have not found this out yet. And the Oracle only knows so much. She can see the future, but the future is ever-changing. And what are you doing down here right now? And why are you covered in blood? And what was that hammering I heard, by the way? Is she holding like a hammer and nail or something? Uh, she does have a hammer. She's, I was attempting to destroy this area, but it's proving a lot more difficult and strenuous than I originally thought. I thought I could just destroy a few of the blasphemous sonoray statues and take apart some of these horrendous human rituals. But it's taken quite some times and as you can see as she looks down at her plate mail, it is not the cleanest of jobs. Now again, I understand this doesn't look good. But Katana, I need you to trust me. We need to stop the Grand Inquisitor. If we don't, I'm scared of what will happen of our order. Sir Popery, I'm sure you understand as well. I understand that you are making some pretty wild and high accusations. Do not know you speak truth, but these way heavy. I do know you to be a good person, Astrid. You have done the order well. This sight is damning. You must understand that. I I understand, which is why I am trying to find evidence. This is not the only sight, Popery. This is one of many. Earlier today, we heard a Scream, screech in the air, and the undead were reduced to ash in front of our eyes. It felt like it was Sonray's grace, but something was off. She starts to walk towards you, uh, not threateningly, but more of Even like. Even if she was, he would not. He's just standing there. She grabs your hands and like. One of the probably only people that will take your like burning aura, essentially your your hot skin, uh, <laughs> as she puts her hands. Yeah, Popery, that is exactly what my fear is. I think he is trying to corrupt Sonore herself. 
I don't know how he plans to do it, but I can only estimate that he is in the thousands of human sacrifices. Whatever he's planning, it is the time is nigh. We are close to whatever that sound you heard being reality for us all. So if this all be true, what do you propose? Well, I've pretty much finished what I can here. And as she, you are hearing this, or as she is saying this, you hear that screech from up above, that blood-curdling, twisted yell. And her head whips up. I think he's here, Popery. Who's here? The Inquisitor. <sighs> Let us see for ourselves, initiates. Maggie? This is why we are here, after all. We have been led on a path to deal with this corruption in whatever form it comes in. Be ever vigilant, my children. You will see the light. I just really need that paper sign. So. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think the person who can sign it is probably upstairs. And if he doesn't want to sign it, then we might have to kill him, which means somebody else will have to sign it. Yeah, if we could just make him sign it before we kill him, like that's totally fine. I mm -hmm. don't really care. We'll, we'll ask. We'll like, see. Well, you can works. use one of your turns to ask him that during oh. the final combat. No okay, problem. Great. Speaking right. is a free action, Katana. It, it is, yeah. That's Signing is not. That's a, that use, that's a of, use object interaction. That is a different story, <laughs> You are learning quite well. You are on your yes, way. Yes, yes. I have this book here I've been reading. <laughs> you are on your way. Uh, the yes. first book of Sonnery is the player's handbook. The teachings of Sonnery. Yes. Uh, yes. It's like the 101 for dummies. Sonore. <laughs> Sonore for dummies. <laughs> Astrid, I believe you. You, you, I, I believe you. It's because here's the thing. Katana having been in war, like when you were saying, oh, you walk down here and it's sicking the way it smells. He's like, this is just the day after battle. Like after, after a major like campaign in a war, you go pick up all the dead. You know what I mean? So like, being around like death and like flies and just got like rotting bodies and stuff is just like sometimes you'd be moving people and then as he moves them he like opens up their helmet and goes oh and then just you know that I guess he didn't make it you know because it's like once you've done it I don't know a hundred times it you're, you're either numb to it or it destroys you internally or you're numb to it and it destroys you internally later but um yeah so being amongst all this and then seeing a, a, a warrior covered in blood is like yeah that happens all the time, you know? So he he believes her. He has no reason to not trust her. Um, even though the current situation looks terrible, he, he believes her. Um, Astrid, I, I, I believe you. I, 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 of course, you couldn't have any part of this. I... She puts a bloodied hand on your shoulder. Gross. <laughs> Thank Ew. you, Katan. <laughs> but first we have to go and settle what is awaiting us upstairs. I believe Sonore has set us all on a path. Whether that means we leave this place victorious or not, that is but her will. By Sonore's will? May the light be with us. And Astrid starts to walk up the stairs. 
You know what? Not everything is ordained by the gods. Sometimes it's just corrupt, selfish men. But let's find out. Uh, as you guys make your way up the stairwells and leaving this uh, desecrated room behind. Yeah, I'll burn it down later. You are hearing a few screams up above as you get back into the church. The first thing you notice is the priest that was in there, Rainfred. He is no longer outstretched on the ground. His body is upright. His limbs in grotesque positions as his body goes. Oh, I hate that. Ah, I see you found my laboratory. And I see that you've seen Stranger Things. Yes, <laughs> I have. It's a good, great show. Great play. Yeah. Binge-worthy. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Well, hot take over here from Ben Shaney. Stranger Things, you know, it gets my stamp of approval. It's not bad. <laughs> this kid's really got something going in that group there. Really got that it factor. <laughs> Like three years after it was made. It's been like a phenomenon for years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah, and Astrid, I see you are with them. How disappointing. I was hoping that I could get rid of some zealots that have been plaguing my side. Drome. And also some initiates that have honestly just been quite annoying. Well, don't be too mean to Maggie. I mean, she's just trying I'm to I'm going to look around signed. like he must mean someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can't be me. What? I mean, What? Not me. But. I didn't do anything. Your deaths will have to do. For you, Popori, and now Astrid, you will be my holy sacrifices that will bring the new dawn on Sonore. No longer will she just be light. She will be the darkness as well. So, why don't you come with me and I will show you the new world. As the body starts to... <coughs> Swamp out of this church and open the doors. As, as he opens the doors, what would only be like 5 p.m. on a bright, sunny day, you see is just the reflection of like this blood red coming down from the sky. Come, my mere puppets, face your death. Catan unsheathes his, um, Axe and begins walking towards um, the the priest who's being controlled. I'm not. I I don't even understand how this even. Just clarify. Who are you? Am I speaking to the Grand Inquisitor? Ah, you're right. It's rude not to show my face. And as you hear that, the body just like crumples 
down to the ground. Oh, I got one. And as you look out, you see an army of zombies starting to come out of the woodworks out of the uh, forest. Tits. And from them, you see a four foot two with a red cloak behind him and a tall six foot staff walking out. Hello. You all thought you were so smart making fun of me. I heard you all snicker at my height. Well, and he slams the staff down. Today is the day where I laugh at your height. Ha 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 ha. For all the tall people will become my puppets. So, no longer will I be the short person. I will take all of your legs off and make you the short people and make you stomp around on your kneecaps like dumb, dumb idiots. So. I think I would still be taller than you. No. No, I'm... I think I would still be taller no. than you. No. <laughs> Gerald! <laughs> oh, Gerald, no! <clears throat> oh, I as he drags a three-foot step stool out of the forest and sits it up. Gerald, no. Is it really a step stool? Yeah, it's a step <laughs> stool. carried it with the mole line. <laughs> Thank you, Jared. And he steps up. Ha ha! Now I am taller than all of you, you dumb, dumb idiots. Now I am tired of this. And now why don't you just die or something like that? Hmm? Uh, no. What say you? And he points his tall staff with Gerald behind him holding it up as well. I look over at Astrid and just go, this is where you brought me. What? what? Why? Look, he's... They call him the Grand Inquisitor. He's literally only 14. Why is he the Grand Inquisitor? Family ties, I... Okay. He's an idiot. Yes, can we Listen, kill him? I don't have a home. This is the only home I have. And like my last home, it sucks. You just took me out of one broken household and brought me to another one. Well, only now I'm old enough to fix it. Well, to be honest, this kind of happens everywhere. Oh, come on. You're kidding me. Yeah. Hey, this... by the way, what is Astrid's race? She's human. She's human, okay. Yeah, yeah she's just another human. Look... I don't I, I I know it sucks Katan but no matter where you go there's gonna be bad people around but like this was supposed to be it yeah well as you can see people love power and I'm he seems like he found something that made him feel stronger we could have just killed him and have him resurrected or reincarnated and we'll give him a different body and he'll be taller. That's yeah. easier. Yeah, but that's not. No, it's not. Trust me, to get the, the money for it, to get the priest that can it's cast It's really only like 500 spell. gold, but it's fine. It's just, okay, look, it just... Look, <sighs> at the end of the day, I've been or given orders that if the Grand Inquisitor showed himself in a manner that was... Blasphemous, we can kill him. That is what the paladins do. That is what you are trying to become. He is just a figurehead. And who's going to replace him? Hopefully someone better. 
Okay, I guess we'll figure that out later. But yes, does this qualify? And I put my hand out as there's like fucking red lightning and shit everywhere <laughs> around him in the army of zombies. Yes. Does that check your box? That that would check my box. Tink. Now that being said, um, let's go kill us a four foot two Grand Inquisitor. <sighs> yes, uh, let us. Let us. Re- I swear to God, if you say something about following the light of Sonore right now. Look at this. <laughs> Isn't that enough? Just. Of what? Never mind. Just kill the zombies and kill the kid. Just kill everything. That's all we have to do. It's really easy this time. We don't need any ceremonies. Just, just go do it. Okay. So I can thunderclap now? or Yeah, you can that... just clap everywhere. Oh, okay. We shall eradicate this scourge from the light, yes. Well, um, this is what we do. Excellent. Okay. As you all are getting ready, you see Astrid flip her greatsword around and stab it into the ground as she starts to say a prayer as you see these golden wings open up from behind her as she pulls out her sword again. She turns around. Whatever happens, may the light be with you and know your path is a path that's on a race out before you. She raises her sword and takes off into the air as you just see her cutting swaths of zombies out and you can hear the Grand Inquisitor, hey, that's not fair. You got wings. Gerald, can you give me wings? As you see Gerald walk over and start to flap <laughs> his cloak like it is a wing. <laughs> then give me initiative. Yeah, I was the number one initiative, <laughs> I imagine. Thon rolled a one. Oh, oh, did you really? Oh, no. Rolled a two. Minus one. Minus one. Yeah. So rolled a one. Yeah. Uh, Potpourri rolled a three. So it's <laughs> oh. a three. Oh, boy. I thought mine was the worst. Maggie got a 13. Oh, no, you destroyed ours. Yeah, I thought I had the lowest. I, I think that maybe the two of us are just like a little blown away by the fact that like the order that we've devoted your entire life and part of mine to is doing this. And then Maggie's just like, oh, God. <laughs> so which one of you signs my thing? <laughs> I just need the signature, thanks. Wait, Maggie, why don't you just forge it? You think I didn't think of that already? I need like a golden seal or something. We have ways of telling. Or if you use some like sort of other stamp. writing apparatus that you type in things and it produces them for you. If you use magic, automatic writing for things. Like an M signature? or Yes, or like a... Chat GPT. I don't know of a <laughs> <laughs> fun way to make Try to a fantasy that. spin on that. All righty then. We have the Grand Inquisitor first as he is going to raise his staff up over his head. I'm going to make sure that none of you make it out of here alive as he points his staff up to the blood moon that is up high in the sky. You hear him chant a few nondescript words as a red rain starts to come out of the sky. Can I have you guys make a constitution saving throw? Ooh. And I have resilience, so I get uh, I get advantage on con saves. Ooh. That's one of the feats that I took. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. You get advantage or you get proficiency? Advantage. For resilient? I think so. That's not a... F- 
the feat of resilient gives you a plus one to an ability score and also gives you proficiency. Oh, proficiency in saving throws, yeah, yes. Which I is actually at technically it. usually better. But yeah, anyway, okay. It is. It's really I only good. know because I have that as Katan. Hey, oh, that's a nat 20, baby. Ooh, You're fine. There's one. Uh, Katan rolled a 19 plus 6, 25. Fuck your rain, Jake. <laughs> Fuck your blood rain. Maggie looks right at it. Con? Mm-hmm. 17. Damn. Not okay. That was really good rolls. You'll be taking half damage. That is three, six, nine, plus eight, which is 17 divided by two. So it's eight or nine. Do we round up or down? I forget. Then eight. Yeah. Eight. Eight. That is eight points of acid damage as you can feel this like start to melt uh, your plate mail and like burn your skin underneath. we are all wearing like holy plate mail. So, I mean, like, yeah, eh, you know. <laughs> no, we're not. Oh, well, <laughs> you did roll the lowest. <laughs> um, And then it is Maggie. Maggie, it's, it's your turn. You got about 20-ish zombies walking towards you in a horde. And then you have the Grand Inquisitor behind that with uh, Gerald kind of flapping his cloak behind him to make him look a little bit more intimidating as he is making song. How far away are... The Grand Inquisitor or the zombies? Grand Inquisitor. Uh, they're about 40 feet. Not very far. This okay. is a very small town. Okay. I'm going to move... You can pretty much throw a rock very lightly and get across the town. Gotcha. I'm going to move up a little bit then so that I'm in within range and I'm going to cast Charm Person on Gerald. On Gerald? Yes. Okay. What does he have to do? He must make a wisdom save. That is a pass, I'm assuming. With You said a 15, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a 19 straight without his... Uh, Come pluses. on, Gerald, please. <laughs> You're being a dick right now. Come on. <laughs> he can't hear you over the... I hate that sound. Okay, <laughs> never mind. Um, and as my bonus action, I am going to uh, turn to Catan and put my hand on his shoulder. Katan, I know we haven't known each other for very long. It feels like forever. But like, I just needed to say, you're okay. And I'm going to cast Bardic Inspiration on him. (laughs) So now remind me at your level, what do I get? You get a D, a D8. And I can use that for an attack roll, saving throw. Ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. But not damage. Okay. This can be added after seeing the roll. But not before I know the result. Yeah. Okay, thank you. I kind of know how it works, but I just, I was like, I've never actually had this cast on me. I've just heard it happen a bunch of times. Oh, right. Are you inspired? Do you feel like really inspired now? I feel something. Um, It's not complete contempt for you. So that's something. Okay, you're welcome. All right. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Just, you know, letting you No, this is the part. This is the part. Person says thank you after you've done something genuinely helpful that you say you're welcome. Oh, yeah. Okay. Noted. <laughs> yep. Anyway, so if, if you could just go fight them now, that'd be great. Just I, yeah, that's, that's, thank you, Maggie. <laughs> that's okay. The end of her turn. Yep. That's the end of yep, her turn. It is the zombies' turn. Shuffle, 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 shuffle. <laughs> a lot of shuffling, a lot of shuffling being made. 
they are going to, one of the hordes is going to attack Astrid. Wow, that's a crit 20 and a 19 again. I'll handle her damage in a second. One of the hordes is going to make its way towards you guys. I said 40 feet. They're not that fast. So they are just in front of where you guys all are. There's a horde of 10 zombies just in front of you. Um, and then we go to Poopery. It's your turn. Yes, I will take a few steps forward uh, up to the zombies. And again, I will say what I've been kind of reminding them the entire time. Stay close, initiates. Light of Sunray will guide and protect you. And I am going to use my Twilight Sanctuary channel divinity. As an action, I present my holy symbol and a sphere of twilight emanates from you. The sphere is centered on you, has a 30-foot radius, and is filled with dim light. The sphere moves with you and it lasts for one minute or until you are incapacitated or die. Whenever a creature, including you, ends its turn in the sphere, you can grant that creature one of these benefits. One, 1d6 plus five temporary hit points. Or two, cause it to not be charmed, feared, or frightened. Shit. Nice. So every turn, it can grant us 1d6 plus five. Okay. Really? Uh-huh. I don't know anything. Okay. That seems crazy for a... Is that like their big boy for the day? It lasts for an hour. And how often can you use it? How many can you and do? Anytime at the end of someone's turn, I can grant them one of those abilities. But I'm saying how often can you use that ability? Once per long rest. Yeah, so that's your big boy. Okay, wow. All yep. right. Oh, is that, did that replace your, your turn undead? Nope. I still have turn undead as well. Okay, we might need that right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, I, as, as my bonus action, I'm also going to cast Spiritual Weapon. Okay. And spiritual weapon is I create a floating spectral weapon within range that lasts 60 feet, which lasts during the uh, last of the duration or until I cast a spell again. When I cast the spell, I can make a melee attack against a creature within five feet of the weapon. So I'm going to cast it at the horde of zombies that's in front of us, and I'm going to attack with it. Oh, shit. Okay. Nice. That is nine plus seven for 16. That'll hit. 16 hits. Okay, it's just one attack. Yeah. And it's uh, 1d8 plus 4 as an 8, so 12 damage total. And that I kills believe, a horde of zombies, right? And I believe it's of radiant light? Oh, never mind. It's force damage. I apologize. It's force damage? Uh, okay, yeah. As your um, spirit weapon goes through and just starts hacking apart uh, a few of these zombies. Oh, you for s- fun, what is the weapon? Oh, yeah. Uh, it is it is a um, right down the middle. It is a circle of you see a crescent moon shape, and the other side is filled in like a sun, and it's a flat, sharp disc, and it just goes. I mean, cutting through the air at these zombies. Okay, yeah. So it goes flying through, just slicing up these zombies. Think of Xena Warrior Princesses. Oh yeah, yeah, those blades. <laughs> A little blade she throws and she does that. <laughs> yes. If you know what I no, I you know the reference. Okay. That, yeah. I was more of a um, Sinbad and Dar the Beastmaster mm-hmm. kind of guy. Mm-hmm. But, uh, that was I good. Watched Sinbad. Sinbad was good. Xena was good. Better than Hercules. Xena was great. Hercules was a little too cheese. I mean, it's supposed yeah. to be, but yeah, Xena actually was like good. Good. Yeah. I wonder what she's up to. Let's be honest. It's all about He-Man. He-Man really is where it's at. He- what? No. no we're not talking about. <laughs> 
What? You saying animation isn't real? <laughs> that, that's, 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 such a what? What you saying? Animation isn't real? Hey, what are you trying to say, bro? Come say that to my face. Yeah. So it goes flying through this, uh, killing about one third of the zombies in this horde. And at the end of my turn, uh, I'm choosing to give myself the temporary hit points, and I roll the three plus five, so eight. I'm back to full health. Oh, jeez. Now remind me. Hold on. What do you mean back to full? Oh, right. Because so, I get ready to regain eight hit points. So temporary hit points are a little different than regular healing. Uh -huh. You don't actually regain your max HP. It is a separate pool that you get, which is subtracted from when you take damage. Yeah, and so I, I, cannot... I stay at 35 hit points because that's what I, I lost eight, but now I have eight temporary hit points. Oh, because you got eight. Yes. Yeah. Now, your next time you get temporary hit points, they do not add. You merely take whatever the most amount is. Mm -hmm. Okay. Great. Just we never we've never done anything with temp HP here, so I I wanted to clarify that. Yeah. So if you get another eight next turn, you you just still have eight. Yep. If you get five, well then you get to keep the eight. But I'm gonna get hit. Probably. So I'm good. <laughs> yeah. No. no, no. Like They're good. nice to have. Um. Especially if you keep getting them every turn, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. That's wild. How long? How? Why is that again? It's part of my domain. No. No. no how? Like, what's the range? Thirty feet. Center oh, wow. on me. That's pretty that's actually much, kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah, which is why he keeps saying, "Stay close, stay close, initiates." I knew um, something. Okay, like uh, with that, is there anything else you wanted to do? There's nothing else that's, I can do. Okay. So no. Katan, it is your turn. After being enveloped in this aura, he's like, "I have got to get me one of those. Like, I have got to get. I got to. I'm. You know what? At this moment, forth, I'm, I'm an aura an guy. Aura guy. <laughs> 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 because of that." It's fucking sweet. <laughs> Not super great with the whole stealing all the light and being super dark all the time. Not thing. stealing it, but you were bright. But then, but all I'm getting at is that I think I I see myself as an aura guy. It is nice, I will say. Chicks dig it. <laughs> Chicks dig it. Um, no, uh, no, no, no. Yeah, well, they're into the they're into the if, dark. If Cobra's getting laid, I. There are some issues. No, I have rendered my tools useless. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Yes. That's worse. Tools of both? I have, there's technically three things down there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> think just, about it. <laughs> you didn't really Not do anymore for me. something to all of them. Oh, they're still there. They're just inert. Oh. Mm. Mm. We can talk about this later. Um, sure. I'm going to go put a battle axe through a 14-year-old skull. I am an albino open book. So it's Katan turns. Um, how now? How far away is the the um, the kid? Is what forty? Uh, yeah, forty feet. Okay. Um, he moves. Uh, sure. Why not? He moves um, up to the um, the zombies. Okay. Engages them, uh, and he uses. Uh, uh, sorry, he uses a uh, a fainting attack on them, so he has advantage. And then um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like like uh, uh, what's the term when you when I'm gonna juke an entire horde of zombies <laughs> with this attack. Um, so he rolls with advantage, nat twenty. Nice, nice. Mm, there it is. Woo! Uh, so I definitely don't need to use that uh, inspiration yet. Keeping that. So now he rolls. 4d8 because he also gets the extra d8 from his fainting attack. Uh, yay. I'll just do two and two just because I got, yeah. So, uh, oh, wait, that's not a d8. 
that is. There we go. Yeah. Six. Okay. 10, 17 plus uh, three. 20 damage on that first hit. Okay, that's a lot. And uh, he has another attack. He's just going to attack normally. He's not going to use any uh, any special abilities. Uh, this one rolled well, so I'm going to roll this one this time because that's uh, maybe how math works. Oop, not if it goes off the table, though. Eh. Uh, so nine plus six. So that would be 14. Hold on, don't say anything. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I was, I was going to use the... Nine plus uh, six is 15. Oh, it is 15. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'll use the inspiration. So I get another D8. So 15, 16, 17 to hit. 17 hit, we'll hit. You didn't, right. zombies? You didn't need it. No. You said zombies, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 15 well. would have hit. Yeah, yeah, I think I, they're zombies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't really have armor. I didn't really know. Yeah, they're, not, they're not like the the skeletons you find in some of the video games where they're clad in plate mail. Yeah, for whatever. <laughs> like, ridiculous. Yeah. Like the plate mail would fit, fit on their body like that and mm. just be worn and like stay normal. still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just wouldn't bubble off. <laughs> uh, and that one is five, six, seven, eight damage. Eight damage. So twenty-eight in total was my my total damage to the uh, zombies. I used one of my um, superiority dies and I used the inspiration that uh, Maggie had given me. If we can call that inspiration, apparently um, I'm okay. Yeah, hey, okay. Yeah. Well, some when some people call you okay, that's a pretty big like thing. Whereas like you know, if like I said okay, you wouldn't really care. But you know, so twenty eight damage. How are they looking? Uh. Not great. The zombies, as you run into the center of these zombies and just start hacking away their limbs and their heads as body parts just kind of go flying around. It literally you. acts murdering them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you get through about another third of these zombies as you are, You guys are just making quick work of these uh, weak little zombie boys. Are you? Did you end your turn inside that uh, aura, Ben? Uh, yeah, I don't think I moved more than 30 feet away. Roll a d6. I, I couldn't have. Because I can't move that far. There's three plus five, eight. Yep. So eight temporary hit points. Eight, eight temp hit points. Nice. Okay. I'm going to need them in a second. <laughs> yes, you are. But first, it is Astrid's turn as she goes and flies through a portion of the battlefield. Her sword, her great sword, turning into this little bright light as it strikes across the the battlefield and as you see her doing this you see the grand inquisitor turn his attention towards her as you can see he is getting very frustrated with things not going the way he expected them to and he says a few words under his breath as you see these red veins starting to grow up his neck and all the way and stopping just under his eyes as he lifts his staff up and you once again see these veins starting to go and wrap around this staff as he lifts it up to this blood moon and calls out to Sonoray as you hear this loud blood-curdling screech flatten everyone in the area and leave him standing up above all of you a lightning bolt of this blood red color shoots down and hits Astrid right in her chest as she goes flying backwards, smashing through and into the church. 
Uh, and that is both Astrid and in Grand Inquisitor's turn. Uh, Maggie, it is your turn as you see the... Uh, you're pretty much getting starting to stand back up as everyone was knocked down from the shockwave that blasted Astrid back. Um, the zombies are still starting to stand up and you see the Grand Inquisitor's eyes starting to almost kind of like bulge out of his head as you see the skin starting to like rip at the cracks of these like red veins that are going up his body. And his voice seems a little off from what it was before, whereas it was a little, little squeaky. Now he's got this, I'm going to come and kill and eat your fucking whore out. Hey everyone, it's your favorite player, man, and welcome to this week's middle break. Now you might be able to hear something a little different than normal. This, I'm back on one of the professional microphones that we have in my new studio office in my house. Isn't that exciting? I know you guys are excited for me. Don't say that you're not excited because if you say you're not excited, I'm going to be really upset, okay? But honestly, I don't have the energy to be that upset if I'm just completely being honest because I just made myself dinner tonight. And I made a skin on salmon, crispy skin on salmon with bucatini pasta and a light butter sauce, a little bit of lemon, some shallots and some pancetta. And I ate all of it. And I'm feeling fat and sassy right now, gang. So let's, with that in mind, let's get into the middle break. As you know, there are things you could do to help us grow our podcast and to help me feed my gluttonous <laughs> food ways. The first one, of course, being subscribe, rate, and review our podcast wherever you get our podcasts from. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whichever podcatcher you use, go on there, hit the stat, so hit smash that subscribe button, and make sure to leave a nice review. I'm kind of getting into uh, Screaming Steve. I'm, ooh, it's, oh, he's still got a few more months away if he's coming back this time, which, oh, you know, who knows? Who knows what Screaming Steve on the ones and twos are up to? The other thing you do to help us grow is follow us on all our social media platforms. You can find us on Twitter at New Crits. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at New Crits on the block. We are always posting content to pretty much all those platforms, behind the scenes footage, quotes, funny audiograms of episodes gone past. The best way to help us on there is by sharing those pieces of content to your platform as well. It just helps us get the word out bigger and faster and farther because we're only growing through word of mouth right now. So if you can help us do that, it would mean the world to all of us. And of course, one of the ways we like to give back to all y'all is we have our own discord for all things new crits. Yes, our own discord for all things new crits. And I always say not all things new crits, but it is the truth. We don't want you guys to come in there thinking that we're going to indoctrinate you, get you into the new crits cult. Ooh, that has that nice ring to it now that they say it out loud. <laughs> but it's just a safe, inclusive space for you all to come in and just to hang out with us, have a good time, talk about the show, talk about your own D&D &D adventures. We're really proud of what we have built over the last few years. So if you're not a part of that yet, what are you waiting for? Get in on the fun. <laughs> You might be thinking, well, Matt, I want to help you do all these things that you mentioned, but how do I get to all the places that you just mentioned? Well, from our link tree, of course, linktr.ee slash on the block. 
We'll get you to all the places that I mentioned and some places that I didn't even have time to mention. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash on the block. It is your central hub for all things new crits. All right, everyone, let's get you back into this week's episode, the finalization of another Catan backstory, just to give you a little, a little more look into what his life before we knew him was actually like. As you know, we come up with new episodes every single Monday. That ain't stopping anytime soon. So we will see you next Monday. Until then, be safe, be excellent to each other. We love y'all. Bye, bye. Astridge! Wait, what? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to cast... I am going to look at the Grand Inquisitor as he stares off into the distance. Okay. Because you were just doing that a second ago. Yeah. And I'm going to uh, say, oh my God, you sound like such an idiot right now. And I'm going to cast silence on him. Okay. Can you give us the description of the spell? Again, for the duration, no sound can be created within or pass through the 20-foot radius sphere centered on a point choose within range. Any creature or object entirely inside the sphere is immune to thunder damage and creatures are deafened while entirely inside it. Uh, uh, casting a spell that includes verbal component is impossible there. Okay. Uh, you cast this zone of silence around the Grand Inquisitor. Shut your little idiot mouth. <laughs> I don't think he can hear that now. He can hear. He just can't speak. No, I think no, he, he deafened inside it. Yeah. Oh, Sound yeah. Sound can't pass through. Perfect. So. Shut your little idiot mouth. <laughs> I'm going to enunciate for him so he can still understand what I'm saying. That might help. Um. Okay. That is your turn. Like do you want to do anything else? Me. <laughs> Roll a d6. Oh, yes. Roll my d6. Why do I not have? Why don't I have one? I don't know. I don't I know. Ate That's it. odd. I was hungry. Did you eat it? I did. You could have had a D8. Ooh, a six. six plus five, so 11 hit points. Somebody for you. needs to acknowledge that. What? No. I think we Nothing. Said. You could have ate a D6. You a said, D8. I was, what happened to my D6? And then you said, I was hungry. And I said, well, you, you should have, you could have had a D8. Nice, dude. And Very then, good. And I didn't hear you. Nobody heard me. And I was like, Fuck! There's no way people. I people might know that reference. I don't know. Should have had a V8. Uh, yeah, yeah should have had a V8. You didn't really. Yeah, oh, that no, I just wasn't putting it together. I get it now. All right. You know why you weren't you weren't getting it? Because it was that good. I just didn't no, hear you. It was good. No, it was, it was good. good. I'm sorry. I thought it was good. I was no. just busy being excited about my heel. So. Okay. Yeah, it was a good. Heel. How was your heel? Great. Full, I'm up to full. full. Oh, see, I wasn't making attention to you either. Apparently, <laughs> cool. You, you yep. got the full six got, plus I, five. Got 11. I did indeed. Nice. Okie dokie. Uh, it is the zombie turn. They are going to uh, start attacking. Let me make a few rolls and we will see how they do. Let me hope. I really hope I do decent at rolling. The zombies start to rush you guys down as you look out and see that the zombies are focusing on the direction of Astrid as they are starting to uh, beeline towards the church. Uh, and you guys are in the direct path of that. Now, while most of them do miss the attack, there are still quite a few that end up landing their hits. Uh, so let me roll uh, damage real quick. Uh, that is 19 points of damage total as they 
are just as they are like a horde running through you. So I'm sorry, this is just like an area of clung. We all take 19 points of damage. Um, no, yeah, sorry. don't we have I to rolled, make a save or something? No, I, I rolled for who was getting hit because one of them rolled a crit and then one rolled uh attack, but I forgot to mention who they were attacking. So that's four. That's it's hard when there's you should roll a D. Two, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, one, D6. Two. Okay, uh, Maggie and uh, Potpourri no. are going to be taking this damage. Oh, there goes your temporary HP. I know. <laughs> take 19 the... points. And take 19 points oh, of damage man. as you are kind of bearing the brunt of this uh, rush of zombies. Uh, the Catan, you are like just kind of pushing them back and trying to hold tight with uh, Potpourri in the front. And Maggie, since you are kind I of- I ran forward, so I was kind of further ahead of Potpourri, but whatever, sure. As Just making they, sure like, our positioning they, is correct. They swarm around the, uh, the two frontliners. The, you are just kind of open for the taking as they rush towards you and start to claw you and bite you as they rush past towards Astrid. Um, it is now Mr. Potpourri's turn as these zombies are swarming around you. Yeah, I'm going to cast Spirit Guardians. Oh, nice. I love that spell. That's a good one. You call forth spirits to protect you. They fill flit around you in a distance of 15 feet for the duration. That's a nice, good range. Yeah, 15 mm -hmm. feet. That's uh, Yeah. Uh, when you cast a spell, you designate any number of creatures you can see to be unaffected by it. So obviously my uh, allies. And... All the zombies have to make wisdom saving throws, Yay. which is great news because <clears throat> love those zombie saving throws. Did you did you not know that zombies are like one of the wisest creatures on the face of the earth? Yeah. Is it because of all the brains they eat? Uh-huh. Get it? Uh, I get well, it. Not looking great. Uh, I rolled an eight, a six, and a nine. Uh, all of those fail. Yeah. Ooh. So they're going to take all of this. Okay, okay, there we go. That okay. is a, that is, ooh, two eights and a seven. Oh. <laughs> Yay! Jesus. That's Yay! actually really fucking wow. You did it 16, so good. So 23 damage. That's statistically wow. improbable. It really so, is. <laughs> 23 damage, and that's radiant damage. Yeah. To Zambies. So what what does this spell do exactly? Again? Uh, uh, basically, little, little tiny things. Go around and they, they, it specifically says they they flit around me. Okay, these little spirit guardians, and they're gonna be cute little uh, like chibi cherub sonray. <laughs> <laughs> so cute, little spirits. So that for somebody who's so boring, that's adorable. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Well, yeah, he loves sonray. Potpourri fucks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Potpourri fucks. <laughs> He's a weeb. <laughs> I can honestly, that'd yeah, probably like, be the scariest sex I've ever seen in my life. It's just yeah. this deadpan. He has, he has, he has a Sonray, he has a Sonray webtoon that he uh -huh, does, uh -huh. you know, when, when it's on those long, cold, lonely nights. <laughs> he has his own little, you know, he has his, he's got his thing going. He takes a lot <laughs> of it, liberties with her drawing. A <laughs> lot of liberties. Is it ever lonely when Sonray's with you? Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Jake. That's exactly right. Uh, okay, well, these little uh, chibi uh, sonorays just fly around gutting these zombies. Yeah. I mean, just... Searing them with that yeah, holy radiant light. Devastating them 
as the Grand Inquisitor is just furious as he starts to swing his staff around as his skin just to rip apart, spreading to where a demon <laughs> pulls out of his body as the fleshy four foot two uh, young boy falls to the side as a six foot tall demon rises out screaming up into the sky. But nobody can hear it because they're all in a zone of silence. Yes. Can't hear it. <laughs> so scary. Oh, this is good audio. This is good. Oh, I wish you guys could see this. At I home. Wish. You know what? I could, I, wish. I could probably take a video of it. Hold on. Let's see. What's it look like, Jake? Oh, yeah. So not is, what it this, sounds like. This is what a demon getting birthed inside of a zone of silence sounds like. Perfect. <laughs> No notes. <laughs> no audio on that either. <laughs> no notes. All right. Um, yeah, so this demon rips out of the skin and starts to... You can actually... The way he... He's pretty tall. It's pretty tall. Uh, well, actually, it's a 20-foot zone, isn't Yeah, it? he ain't getting out of that. Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. he's not 20 mm-hmm. feet tall. That would be crazy. He's, well, he I mean, knows that you can't hear it. So what he does is he jumps and just gets his mouth... Yeah. So you're... <laughs> Yeah. It's the scariest <laughs> half a second. <laughs> uh, and at that moment, Astrid comes flying through the church, completely bloodied her chain or uh, plate mail all crushed in as she flies through and impales this demon just at the last second before you can see it starting to grow to its full height. And as she tries to pull the sword out, the demon grabs her by her torso. And you can hear through the zone of silence. No. Because it needs to happen. Because it needs to happen. No. A crunch that you can feel her body start to squeeze and what? Sorry. I was just gonna say, you know what? I you know what I know this this monster has, because it's right out of the out of the monster's handbook, is, is it has those legendary actions where they can just automatically dismiss. Zone of silence. Weird, huh? Yeah, it just, no. goes, it just dissipates. It's actually kind of crazy. Or just, you know, moves 20 feet. Yeah, it just... It just <laughs> no. He, grabs he pushes her. It pushes him out. It does yeah. not. It's only at a point. Not well, on he a doesn't creature. know that he's a dumbass demon. Yeah, yeah. he's just a stupid he's, he's holding Astrid as he just sidesteps With millennia feet. and millennia of knowledge and power. <laughs> he wouldn't notice he, a little bit. <laughs> crushes Astrid's body oh, as oh. her limbs go limp as she drops to the ground and the demon looks out at all of you as wings start to pull out of his back and sprout out the sides. His arms go wide as he laughs this deep (laughs) and the wings start to flap. Thank you for the resurrection. I'll be seeing you all soon. As he goes fluttering off into the distance. And the zombies all drop down to the ground. This blood moon starts to drop and the bloody rain stops falling as the sun starts to creep over these clouds as just a few rays of sun hit the par- uh, hit the ground around the town as Astrid is coughing up blood as she tries to reach for something into her plate armor. 
Are we out of combat? Yes. Okay. Uh, Catan would run over to her. He was like in the middle of like the swarm of zombies. So some of them have like collapsed onto him. So he's like pushing off these like like these ragdoll bodies as they Bethesda ragdoll down like next to him. Um, and he, he, you know, he goes running over to her, um, and he, he crouches down next to her and he starts to try to figure out, you know, where she's wounded, how he can help. Astrid, what do you need? What can we do for you? Uh, she goes to try to move her arm up to you, but her wrist and arm is broken. So she just kind of like, kind of limply places her hand up near your face and tries to like move her hand across your chin. Katan, stay on the path, please. One day, your choices will save us all. Yes, sure. And you'll you'll be right there. You can come with me. We just. Just, we need to get you, we did, uh, uh, Pope, uh, instructor, please, come. She needs healing, I don't, uh, I, I don't, I can't help her. I need you to come help her. Her time has come to be reunited again with Songren. Just heal her. She has been corrupted by demon blood. There is no healing, not here. Th- that's, no. She- it just on. She is at peace. Well, I'm not. So just somebody, just somebody, do something. Just, just some. Just. There is nothing to be done, Katana. Yes. And, and, and while this Wilson. is happening, he's trying to like put pressure on the wound, but he has plate mail on. He can't do it. He's trying to get his fingers like in there, and it's just like. Hopefully, we'll kneel down to to Astrid, uh, and say it was a pleasure. Serving with you, Astrid. <clears throat> you as well, Popery. Go in Sunray's grace. We will be reunited in the next life. Um, before you do, if you would <laughs> mind and just <laughs> I know your wrist is kind of weak, but if you could just Sign right here. Um, Katan takes her limp wrist and then grabs it and then like dips it in blood and just like scribbles on it and just goes, can you please just go right now? Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. So nice to meet you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As you are. (laughs) Just as a lifeless body. So nice to meet you. Dips it in her own mouth as a quill. <laughs> Jesus. As you are crying over your uh, lost friend, as you can see the life kind of leave her eyes, for the first time in four years, you hear a voice call out to you. Katan, it is time. It is time to follow the path of your life. Katan. Hmm? What? 
I'm sorry. Your eyes. They have the light. Matt, you've been on a chat GPT thing lately. It's very useful. It's hella useful. I use it almost every day. Do you really? For what? For what? Uh, email campaigns, subject lines. We have an AI generator that you put in like what the product is and what you want to say about it. And it comes up with like a subject.